You are listening to the recording of a live show. Please do not call or text as this is a recording and lines are now closed. Welcome to another Drive Time show today on Tuesday and my name is Saad Ahmed and I'm joined today by Zakaria Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum Zakaria, how are you? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. I'm doing well. How are you? Alhamdulillah. It's been a very long time that me <laughs> and you haven't been in the same room for yes. a very long time. Yeah. So where have you been for us for some time? Uh, so I went to Europe uh, for a few weeks and uh, yeah, I'm gladly back. I'm, I'm very happy to be able to... Uh, um, you know, talk to you uh, about very important topics today, isn't it? That's very correct. Today we will be talking about the gaming impact on children's health and then we will, in the next hour we'll be talking regarding the children's mental health and a question we which we are asking today on our Instagram page. What, co- what has caused the rise in children's mental health problems? And you can answer... Um, um, you can just type away and give us an answer. Similarly, you can join us um, over the phone on 0208 687 7878 and you can tweet us on at Voice of Islam UK and or visit our website www.voiceofislam.co.uk. I know my voice is a bit down today to my listeners. I have a slight cold. That's why you might be able to hear some you know, some nasal sounds. So, Zakaria, if you can just in- introduce us, uh, what is gaming impact on children's health? Yeah, that's all right. Um, Saad, I can hear you clearly. Hopefully, the listeners, they can hear you clearly as well. <laughs> well, um, as you said, you introduced it already. We will be in the first hour. For those who are familiar to our show, um, we split the two hours into topics the first hour from four till six four till five apologies it's Uh, been a long time isn't it (laughs) yes 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 um so we will be discussing about gaming impact on children's health um as you know it's a gaming is one of the (laughs) um things that children really love to do especially when they have you know uh, their own mobile phones or a tablet um so you know pretty much every child is into gaming right that's correct um uh, there are strict parents as well who, you know, they make sure that, you know, if their children play games, they have a restricted time to play, etc., etc. But yeah, um, when you look at the Quranic uh, instructions and, and, and the guidance of God Almighty, in chapter 25, God Almighty says, Our Lord, grant us of our spouses and children the delight of our eyes and make us a model for the righteous. Well, it's it's a beautiful verse, isn't it? That's very correct. And this is one of the prayers which we are told to recite before your marriage. So you, yeah. your um, your wife and your children are become your um, eye of um, they become a delight of our, our eyes. Yep. So you'll be peace from their side, and they are peace from you from their side, and you mm. become a role model for them and everyone around you. Mm. That's it's a complete you know a structure there for your society. Yeah, definitely. And. This is um, for especially for the children because you know nowadays, as um, last week me and Shaji were talking about it. My one of my uh, uncle's daughter, he has an iPad, right? Yeah. And he has um, putting his details and everything that's in there, and I think he was buying something or whatever that was, and she says, "Abu, Abu means father. Abu, look," and you see, kitching 
there's not a face ID that takes away money. And yeah. it's like, oh, what happened there? She bought something. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, giving your children um, the access yeah. um, for games or anything. But in my opinion, we should never ever as parents um, put in our bank details so that they can do the kitchen anytime right, they want. Yeah. Or what parents could do is make a children's account. I think in, in yes. iPads and, and, and tablets and mobile phones as well, I think yes. you can make a children's account. Children can only do their gaming and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And they can't go to other any other websites or yes. and especially <laughs> in a purchasing websites like Amazon or uh, or eBay where they can just buy <laughs> toys or or brand new TVs or something like that. I mean, yeah, it's ha- it has happened, right? Uh, Indeed, that children they quite often you know they go to random websites and they'll be buying stuff. That's know, very extremely uh, expensive. You know, um, Zakaria Islam encourages us to follow the uh, to ensure moderation in all aspects of our life. Yeah. So in today, especially where we are in a digital age, video games have become a huge part of our children's social life and entertainment, and it has now become common to see every um, young person who is doesn't matter what age at three, four, five, mm. six, seven. You can go as low as you want or high as you want. Um, they are have the playing on the tablets they have a console or a smartphone which they can just play games on mm. and although um, giving their children um, access to online gamings um, for a few minutes is giving parents you know a temporary relief mm. a sigh of okay now I have some me time right but yeah. children <laughs> there is all there is no me time in my opinion you should be all looking after the upbringing especially so mm. they become the betterment for the society yeah. which we leave after us and they be um, the um, legend legends who will be um, um, reforming um, other people as you know as you, um, as our holiness um, um the second caliph said that a nation cannot be reformed Without uh, without reformation of his youth, so mm. the youth from young age should be um, reformed by the parents. Yeah, and just not little. If you give them some time, obviously you can give them some time to play. Yeah, but it should be moderated. You should be looking. Okay, what is he playing or what is she playing right now? Mm. You know, once a person asked His Holiness Hazrat Khalifa the Messiah the fifth Caliph of Ahmadiyya Muslim community, and you know, a child asked, um, oh, holy, um, Hazur means um, holiness. Hazur, um, are we allowed to play games or not? Mm. Right? And Hazur started laughing and he said, um, it's it's a waste of time. Um, simple as I'm putting it. This, these are my own words. But yeah. Hazur has um, explained it very well. And so it's a waste of time. It's better if you play something else, right? So yeah. you can do archery. You can be doing some other kind time types of activities. Or he even said you can play Nintendo and Wii where you're physically moving your body, right? Yeah. So it, even though you're still playing a video game, right? You're doing something. And then, you know, he said it shouldn't be like this. And when your parents say go play outside, you just take the console controller outside <laughs> and start playing there, right? Playing outside, you yeah. Sh- you should. It doesn't mean you're playing outside. Yeah. It means um, be active outside. Even when we, um, um, when I was young, or when you were in your, um, um, you're still young, but <laughs> when you, in your childhood, we used to yeah. go out, um, uh, ride bikes, and um, play with crayons, uh, or just just play in the mud. Yeah. When it was raining, or we used to yeah. go out, it doesn't matter. I don't remember playing in the mud, though. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I did that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I mean, like, you know, we were more physical, uh, more Indeed. outgoing. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I mean, if anything would, you know, if our parents, they wanted something from us to 
you mean to be done we used to do it because we were, we were physically active yes uh, but nowadays with, with children is because they're sitting at one place and it's difficult you know if they, if you tell them a simple thing to do can you go and grab that thing from the groceries that yes. will be difficult for them because yes. it's not they're not used to, used it. to it anymore yeah it, because it's one become more accessible yeah all these things which we have nowadays mm. all those consoles games you can buy them for free the yeah. games on your mobile phones they're they come for free mm. you know there was a um what's it called a um, youtuber who did a, a study regarding um, vip, uh, mobile video games and he said um how mobile games are designed to scam mm-hmm. it, it was really i'm sure i'm shocking when he when he was doing this and it opened up my eyes also because it's like a pool um the more you dip into it the more money you'll be spending for example you know a game called Fortnite another game called um what's it called a League of Legends League of Legends all these of, yeah. all these play all these um games they are being used for this very thing but mm-hmm. we'll get a call on to this because we have our first caller of today um our first caller is Will Gardner who is a CEO of children's charity Childnet International Childnet do a lot of work on on online safety in schools working with children school staffs and parents and carers with this short introduction I would like to welcome um Will to our show Hi there good to be with you Assalamu alaikum peace be upon you thank you so much Will for joining us and um first of all um what is Childnet International if you can just explain to our listeners today Absolutely. So we're a children's charity and we've been around since 1995 and our focus is absolutely on helping to make the internet a great and safe place for children. Mm-hmm. So we work very much as you describe. We work in the education space. We work to give working directly in schools with children and young people of all ages, yes. uh, even as young as young as 3, uh, to give them the skills um and information they need so they can make good decisions whenever and wherever they're using the internet. There right. is risk there is risk online and we need to help young people manage that risk when they come across it. Mm-hmm. Perfect, thank you. Um well this is a career here. I mean uh we've been discussing about the harms of gaming uh but then there are of yeah. course uh, you know benefits of it as well. Um and we've seen that a lot of games for example uh Grand Theft uh, Auto and 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 uh, GTA I think these kind of games you know uh when you played in excess or too much uh what happens is you know uh, the children they think they're in a, in in a world that they can also you know the things that they do in the games it can affect in their the life as well we've seen that you know mass shootings also happen because of the influence of the gaming so my question to you is um should parents be in control of what sort of sort of games children play and and in your opinion do uh do you think that parents they need to be aware of of the games that they are playing yes i th- i think so i mean uh, parents have got a you know of their their role is to to look after their the children in in their care and you know the games that you're talking about grand theft auto that is not a game for children that is a an 18 rated game that's uh you know games are rated just like films are, are rated in the in the cinema on the basis of you know a number of different reasons whether the, the content that's in it or um you know violence or what, what whatever so i think there is you know just like you would 
just like with films and other media that young people engage with, I think that there are some, uh, you know, parents do have a role to play in making sure, helping their young people try and find games which are age appropriate hmm. for their, their young people. And I, I appreciate the balance that you brought to this discussion about, you know, the games do bring incredible positives. And we've noticed absolutely since the pandemic how games have really just boomed. You know, young people have reported playing more, gaming much more than they were before. You know, we did a study last year. We got 77% of 8 to 17-year-olds playing online, games online once a week or more with deriving real benefits to them from, you know, bringing, you know, helping to de-stress um, and, and other things. But there are still the, the risks of that we talk about in online safety more broadly about you know the content that you come across or contact from strangers all those risks about online safety absolutely apply to online gaming too so as mm. we're we're working to raise awareness and try and help equip children and young people to to be safe online mm. we absolutely need to include gaming in that conversation mm-hmm. uh, a new study published in the journal scientific reports you know found that children who spend more time playing video games uh, demonstrated increased intelligence and you were mentioning about this as well that uh, a lot of children you know they've been playing quite more often in during the COVID so if there are positives to playing video games why is there so much negativity uh, surrounding the impact in um, uh, it has on the child's mental health yeah, I mean that's well, that's a that's a good question, isn't it? And mm. you know, in terms in terms of the positive, I mentioned something of that before. But you know, in the study that we did last year, we've got seventy seventy percent um, of young people saying that working as a team with their friends in an online game makes them feel happy and proud. Fifty two percent said it it helps them to respect other people by playing online games. So there are some absolute positives in there, but at the same time, there are some some risks. And um, I think, you know, as to explaining why things are reported in that way, I think, I think there's an element of um, unknown. You know, I mean, we not not everybody knows about on online games or the nature of the games that young people are playing. Mm. And I think there might be a natural suspicion. I mean, I'm I'm guessing here rather than providing you with uh, with with facts. And I think the fact that there is a friction point that games, and not just games, but also social media and other online. Um, environments bring into the home which is like competition for time where you know sometimes games are very time intensive and obviously they're sticky and in terms of use young people play them and they want to carry on playing just like adults just like adults do and it can be a challenge to manage the amount of time that you're spending playing games with all the other things that you know young people have to do in their lives Perfect. So, Will, you know, um, I wanted to ask, um, what um, are some telltale signs um, that if the games are impacting a young child's mental health, and uh, some tips you can tell um, the parents and the carers how they can look out for it? Yeah, I think um, I think you know, on online games, you know, it's possible that um, in terms of you look at the risks, mm-hmm. it's possible that there can be online bullying in an online game. It's mm-hmm. possible that. Young people may see people being really mean or, or nasty to each other, or there might be even be um, an adult who is trying to groom a child in an online game. So there are lots of there are things in the online environment yes. which can you know trigger uh, be potentially 
um, risky for children and young people. I think what we, the advice we would give to a parent around this, but also for other online activities, is, is really just to keep an eye out for anything which is out of the ordinary. Parents are, and carers are obviously the, are very close to children and mm-hmm. will be able to pick up signs of when things just don't seem uh, quite right. And, you know, there might be signs of maybe there's a change in the relationship with technology. Uh, you know, the child is not so keen to, to go and play a particular game anymore or, or they might seem a bit more withdrawn or quieter than normal. Okay. And I think just like you would be asking your child about how they're you know, how was how was school? I think it is important to make sure that conversations about life online are absolutely part of normal daily discourse, you know, just, just checking in to see, not to say, you know, are you safe online always, but yes. just say, you know, who are you playing with, who are you in touch with, what apps are you using, just to try and make sure that that becomes part of the everyday conversation. Perfect. And, you know, perfect um, the way you have described, though, regarding some terms, some signs which we should look out for if a young child is playing. And, you know, I one more question which I which just popped in my mind and we were talking about it myself and Zachary a bit regarding this. You know, there are some games out there where you spend money to play uh, the game or buy some skins or all this, but you spend more and more money on that very game and it becomes a bit addictive to it. What can the parents or carers do to stop this and not impact the mental health of the child? So there are, I mean, there are some parental controls which can help in relation, depending on the device that the child is using. It yes. can help control kind of um, in-app purchasing and if you like. So so there could be kind of parents might get a trigger when purchases are made and then there can be an approval element. So there are things in place and yes. depending on the, on the game, you can find, I mean, I think it's useful to find out information about the game the child is playing to see whether um, there are sort of in-app purchases possible. So yes. Many games are PEGI rated, which are a bit like the kind of the film classifications, if you like. Mm-hmm. And they do give descriptors next to that age rating to say whether, you know, this is, this is suitable for children of this age. It, it contains in-app purchasing. So you can find out whether there, that is a possibility within the gaming environment. But also there are some parental controls that would be worth exploring to see um, whether you can. You, you, I, I agree. It's it's a it's a. It's a fun, the financial element is also a factor of the risk yes. of playing games online. Perfect. Thank you so much for, for joining us today and uh, for telling regarding child. And one question I have, you know, um, can the listeners also um, put a donation forward towards ChildNet or can they get involved with this at any... Absolutely. I mean, that is absolutely possible. I think I'd really want to flag up that there's a yes. wealth of information about, you know, how to start conversations with your children key advice about staying safe on games and all sorts of other online activities. So you can visit childnet.com Perfect. and you can find you can find out more. Perfect. Thank you so much, Will, for joining us today and enlightening our listeners with your wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So this was Will Gardner, who is the CEO of children's um, charity called Childnet International. And this was established in 1995, Zachary. It's mm. been a very long time they've been active and yeah. been um, informing people. And you can even visit their website, www.childnet.com. Dot com, yeah. I mean... Uh this is also beneficial for parents who are not really or struggling for Correct. Uh, to to understand or to cope with because uh, children when they get involved in gaming and when it's something addictive it's like drugs isn't it so if yes. if, if you want 
your children to get rid of it or tell them not to do it for a moment, they'll get irritated and mm-hmm. you know it's it, it becomes sometimes very challenging for 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 parents so you know uh, in these cases i think parents they should you know seek help um, and they can um, you know visit this website as well childnet.com yes um zakaria you know um when covid-19 hit and all that started in 2020 march mm. what impact of covid um was uh, uh, sorry let me rephrase this so what impact did gaming have during covid-19 a huge a huge uh, impact because you know gaming is something that you know pretty much everyone likes right um everyone meaning uh, our generation yes. who are familiar to uh, the computer gamings or, or mobile gamings um video gaming you know has always been a popular activity um particularly amongst uh you know the the youth uh, especially those who are born uh, in the 21st century mm-hmm. uh but this increased a lot you know during the initial stages of covid-19 lockdown mm-hmm. uh for example during a march uh 2020 survey video gamers in the united states reported that they spent 45% more time playing video games amid the quarantine uh than in the previous week so wow. just just the week after when when the lockdown happened 50% nearly 50% more uh start playing video games uh one of the platforms which is known as Twitch yes. a, which is a online platform for young people to engage with video gaming content um the amount of Twitch engagement during the covid also increased um and the number of hours viewers spent on Twitch grew from 13 million to 31 million so <laughs> if you wow. if you uh, switch the to um uh so from thir- 13 to 31 million uh the viewership peaked on March 28 with League of Legends you mentioned this earlier yes. as well Fortnite and Counter Strike um uh, uh, which is a global offensive accounting for 33% of total hours watched across the top 50 games wow so these are the top 50 games very famous games yes i remember my brothers they used to be into mm-hmm. League of Legends but Uh, luckily they're into into exercising and they're into gym so they basically left <laughs> this so, game but this was really really addictive <laughs> so just just for our listeners it's not just his brothers who are <laughs> in gym but to oh, go gym is Zakaria also since um university time he's been into it and he got my cousin involved into gym also who was very you know um, not a big build but he was skinny built well he's he's got perfect he's got he, really good physique he's now. got a good very yeah, good physique yeah, now yeah, I mean, and it, i think you guys for gym partners during university yeah i mean i mean the university time was amazing because it kept us very active as well and yes. one of the uh, blessed things that you know i was able to start was you know exercise yes uh, gym or for running and etc etc so this and i'm 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 sure you do it as well and yes. i remember that you cycle to the yes. office Uh, so I started really late uni- during my university time. So it was yeah. in my sixth year when mm. I um, started um, jogging, or especially during COVID time. That was my main t- um, 
period where mm. I lost about six um, six kg. I That's came down to s- about sixty three, sixty four because my height is not really. T- I'm not really tall. I mean, but my height that was a perfect weight, uh, body weight. That's impressive that yes. you actually lost weight I during lost weight, the COVID. But <laughs> now again, when I came out and went to America with met my grandparents and everything, and I've, since that day I've gained six kg and I'm unable to lose it. But I've maintained. I'm maintaining. I'm You're maintaining. To, I'm least, going yeah. to gym um, every second day. Um, to do my, my treadmill, get my treadmill into it half an hour, mm. forty-five minutes, and come back because that's the timings right now. Mm. Don't have that much time. Plus, cycling in this weather is a bit dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really good thing to be active. At least you do it every second day, which that's is correct. a really good thing, isn't it? Um, we just mentioned about the impact of COVID during uh, impact of <laughs> the increase of gaming yes. <laughs> during the COVID, uh, but. You know, as we promised, uh, you know, we should also discuss about the harmful effects of video gaming as well, isn't it? So, you know, what do you know about the harmful effects of uh, this very <laughs> topic today? We have <laughs> very so interesting uh, thing, you know, yes. gaming. So, you know, when we um, initially planned out uh, what topic we'll be discussing, mm. and this topic um, was is interlinked, in my opinion, with the next topic we'll be talking about: children's mental health and overall, yeah. mm. and. Children play um, so much video games nowadays. Even my young cousins or my nephews and nieces—they're mm-hmm. all into it, and they have so much um, games. They, um, when I was young, I didn't have those stuff. Yeah. Right? My my first console, which I got, I was thirteen or fourteen years old, and that was Nintendo B itself. Mm-hmm. And because my parents were like, "No." If you want to have a console, get that. At least you're still moving your hands or mm. something. You're still moving, right? You're still right. doing something exercising with it. Mm. If I'm getting a PS4, PS5, or sorry, not PS3 or PS4 that time, mm. I I would be a bit lazy, be sitting down all day in front of a TV, and then yeah. doing nothing else. But that would be impacting also my health. Mm. And But then with games, there's always a positive side also to it, but we'll talk about the harmful side first mm. and then we'll go into it mm. afterwards. So, you know, playing online video games is um, a part for a child's entertainment hmm. and but especially nowadays video games is such a huge entertainment industry hmm. that according to a news report by the Entertainment Software um, Association more than 164 million people in the US play video games just in the US just, just in the US 164 million hmm. people plays video games and if, you, if you're taking it in an overall area you have UK you have Germany you have Belgium Holland uh, Europe um, countries and Eastern countries Asian countries and then you have um, Australia New Zealand and the far end also they're also playing also hmm. um, these games and as a but as parents you know we need to be aware but um especially about these things that, that extend to which video games can impact a, a health of a young child. Mm. A study done by the Heart Centre for Children in Sydney, Australia, found 22 cases where video games triggered a loss of consciousness in the children. So 22 cases they have found that a child became unconscious because of playing games. Mm. And this occurred when playing more violent games such as multiplayer war games. Mm. The heart conditions was, um, condition was triggered by the rush of adrenaline um, in, the ch- in, in the children get uh, from the high-octane games they play. You know, they're so high-intensive, mm. um, especially um, my listeners today. If you're, um, you know, when you are playing these games, you are so focused on, on your mission that you forget what's happening, ar- what's happening around you or you forget about your surroundings. And all that um, 
is impacting because you are so focused on that mission even though your brain is stimulating something really good also that oh you're competing oh, um you're being in competition here but you forget that um, your heart is pumping blood right your mind is still um active all these things you just shut down and the australia has found 22 cases so i would um humbly request to my listeners if you into um, gamings and or and if you love uh, playing games if you don't tone down a bit um, and enjoy time with your family with your friends your colleagues or just go out for a walk go out for a run or mm. go for cycling enjoy the nature or just sit in the garden just to um get some fresh air or sit in the balcony or just open the windows up or look outside and uh, what's around your surround what's happening around your surroundings or in the morning before you go to work or before you go to school with your parents your colleagues your wife your husband your children just go for a small walk early in the morning and then go for work or when you come back as a family or as colleagues as friends or um just go out have a walk outside the park and all this stuff so that's my humble request to all of you who are listening today you know children were particularly vulnerable at times of in emotional in investments such as after win or loss so you know especially when you're playing call of duty career there's a game called call of duty and mm. you have a battle royale mode yeah. where you're playing and especially you know, I, i even i i am into playing games but i play like once in a blue moon because i don't have that much time nowadays especially even mm. before i wasn't really interested in games but i just play to find out what's happening in these games that's for my own studies mm-hmm. and you know when i used to win i used to get so happy and i was like yes i did something i have achieved <laughs> something even though you haven't achieved anything yeah like physically like you haven't g- gained any money yeah you haven't gained any physical strength mm. you haven't gained, uh, you might have gained some mental strength mm. because you're focused on something and you might be okay I've, i'm i'm able to think quicker now i know what's going to happen but uh, has more negative impact also also at the same yeah. time hmm. so um these things i have you know in my opinion being in emotionally um, um what's it called in, invested in this for hmm. children especially who are young age who don't know um, uh, so much about games hmm. they will be like oh i've been i've lost I, i've won and they might be if they lost you know they're like okay i revive and if this is implied in the real life i know it's getting a bit you know out of context here but if it's um, implied in the real life and a child does something bad yeah. and he thinks oh he can revive everything right mm. it has happened it has happened if you read some studies there are some studies out there which where a child unfortunately um uh, um has done this and he tried to revive that very person mm. and it's like oh you can't because it, in real life is this only one life you have yeah you cannot revive someone exactly so it for the parents especially who are listening the carers who are, or guardians who are listening just make sure you're moderating your children's play time on these games especially if they're 18 plus do not let them play these games hmm. they'll be think okay they're just games and they're harm, harmless yeah but if for a child it might be imp- having a massive impact on them yeah definitely i mean <coughs> it, it does have a uh a huge impact as you said you know there are um y- you know we've heard it quite often yes so the, um Zachary, I know I'm cutting you short but yeah. you know I would like to um play an audio where oh, yes, holiness yes, yes, is yes. saying uh, regarding this very topic mm. if you allow me yes yes of course we Perfect. had this um, uh, audio that we so needed to for play for listeners please listen carefully thank you here i should clarify that there are 
some very good and beneficial forms of recreation that should be pursued. For example, regular exercise and physical activity are very important for a person's physical and mental health. However, <clears throat> those forms of recreation or games that place a barrier between a person and God Almighty and which increase a person's lust for material things must be avoided. Such activities are neither good for your health nor your spirituality and instead increase a person's anxieties. Indeed, superficial and ostentatious pursuits are akin to salty seawater, which instead of quenching one's thirst, serves only to increase it. A person lacking intelligence and wisdom will keep drinking from the cup of salt water, expecting that it will eventually satiate his thirst. Needless to say, it can never quench a person's thirst. Rather, it will slowly poison him and ultimately cause his death. So this was um, His Holiness speaking on impact of gaming. And um, we have with us today Rosie Taylor, who is um, an avid video game enthusi um, enthusiast and an advocate for mental health awareness, um, elimination of stigma and opening up the conversation to everyone. She has experience with the charity sector previously provided key support to volunteers for large events and operations and now looks after the content and community side of safe in our world with this short introduction i would like to welcome rosie taylor to our show so hi, hi. rosie how are you i'm good thank you yeah how are you not bad thank you for asking so if i could start you off um, if you could tell us uh, our listeners more what is safe in our world yeah of course um <clears throat> Excuse me. So, Safe in Our World is a mental health, but it works specifically within the games industry. Mm -hmm. So, our aim basically is to eliminate the stigma around mental health okay. and open up the dialogue so that anyone in the industry can feel more empowered to reach out for support uh, and have these sorts of conversations. Perfect. Thank you. So, um, do you think um, the concept of mental health, whether it be for players who are the designers, and um, who are the players is is it overlooked by the gaming industry because it's really intensive for design especially to cope with such time strains you have yeah absolutely um, oh my gosh i've got like a frog in my throat as soon as i went on the call <laughs> no. <laughs> no worries so um yeah i think there's it, it really depends where you look um within mm -hmm. the industry i think for some companies absolutely at the forefront of promoted you know to really support teams but we are still seeing reports of burnout and crunch culture yes. across the industry which obviously isn't just exclusive to games but that is why safe in our world is here because we want to support any company of any size on their journey um so interesting and then on the player front i think games offer that unique outlet yes that a lot of people don't usually get from like static media like tv and music because of and, and direction that players have within games as well, which I think is super interesting. Mm. Thank you. Um, 
what, what the, I mean, we know the benefits of of gaming as well. I mean, it makes a a, a kid more, uh, you know, gets a lot of skills. But a lot of people, and especially parents, don't don't know the dangers of it. So, what are the dangers uh, of not addressing these issue in the gaming industry? Um, I think, to be honest, I think gaming gets a thing up. And from our perspective, the dangers are the thing in overconsumption. So I think it depends on your personal relationship with gaming. Um, but I did want to actually mention a recent study that came out from the Mental Health Foundation, which was looking into the relationship that people have between games and their mental health. And there was a, a huge correlation looking the personal relationship. So if you felt a certain way whilst playing a certain game and logging that, you can then affect that can affect your gaming habits to make them more healthy for you, which I think is really cool. Um, so yeah, I think it's totally dependent on person to person. Um, we are really positive for there, used in moderation. And uh, what sorts of training uh, is in place to provide mental health support to people in the gaming sector? So at Safe in Our World, we have a lot of training recently just announced £50,000 worth of more free training that's coming in the next couple of months mm. um, and that's inclusive of um, bespoke awareness courses um, keynote seminars we have mental health first data courses we have courses that are designed for community managers um, um, sort of role within the industry that we wanted to focus on um, and yeah there's basically lots of provide some for free and some for not which is fantastic so perfect you know um Rosie, if you can tell us and our listeners today um do you think that video games can help support mental health problems i think absolutely i think like i said before it can um yes. it can depend on the person but i think games offer a really unique medium for people to explore their own mental health uh connect with people in communities that are and access the resources that we're openly trying to put within the communities as well. So I think, yes, they can support mental health. Okay, and you know, um, Rosie, um, if you can tell our listeners um, if they can um, get involved with SAFE in our world and how can they, or are there any materials available on your website they can um, um, use and utilise for themselves? Of course, yeah. So um, you can find all of the information at safeinourworld.org or we actually have a on our discord channel which is discord.gg slash safer or we are just at safe in our world on most of the social medias perfect thank you so much rosie for joining us and enlightening our listeners with your wisdom and hopefully our listeners were able to take away something today yeah thank you so much for having me and um, yeah i hope you have a great day thank you so much so this was rosie taylor who is um working for um, safe in our world and she has you know told us regarding you know there are some mental health um which we can tell um from the games and safe uh, safe in our world are tackling those very questions which um the industry is asking there are um gamers um who are developers sorry not gamers developing to those games who are burned out at the end of the day because they've been overused or overutilized and these things are having massive mental health impact on mm. someone and these things 
for a industry. They should look out for it and they should be able to um, take um, you know the workload off those uh, individuals and spread it out more. Yeah. So no one's burnt out and they can be utilized for a very long time. If you use something over and over again, it, it, it gets worn out or it any ideas you use over and over again, you won't be able to use that idea because it's so overused. So remember, as you know, as for not for an example, so you have brakes, right? Brake pads. I know it's, it's, it's really far from um, gaming. We are, we're talking about the impact of gaming. If you use your, um, it's like a wear and tear thing. So if your brake is uh, applied, the more you apply, the more it, it, um, you get, it gets worn. And after some time, when that brake is worn out, and when the metal um, where the, where of the brake pad hits the uh, brake disc and starts a friction, and that is one thing which can ignite a fire or it starts glowing red, um, the brake um, disc, because it has happened to me. <laughs> that's why, <laughs> that's uh, that's, that's why it uh, yes, happened to me a couple of weeks back and I was test driving a car. Right. And uh, unfortunately, I, no one paid attention, even though the car was all uh, good and well good, and even the person that I was buying it from, he was a good chap also. But he didn't uh, pay attention to the brakes, even I didn't pay attention to the brakes. And it's um, I was driving and suddenly it started, the nose start, started dipping down, the mm. bonnet started dipping down. I was like, what's happening with the car? But I ignored it, but I thought, okay, I pressed the brakes, I, th- I thought it might release it. But it started smoking up the bonnet. For, and I had to call the fire brigade to make sure there is no fire there. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah, it, it was <laughs> a whole scene know. out there. Ooh. So just for the safety for everyone around me, the fire brigade was called, and just to make sure, even though the brakes were going, even I, I got scared. Like what happened suddenly? <laughs> so th- that's why I gave the example. So if you use a thing over and over again, yeah. it gets worn out. Same with ideas. Same with a person. If you use them over and he won't be able to function definitely, properly. Definitely. So especially lack of sleep for someone that impacts your mental health hmm. that um, mental health then um, affects your physical health so if your mental health is not um, to its prime then your physical won't be or to its prime or if your um, physical health isn't it, it is prime it's, it's hand in hand yeah mental and physical health if they're both perfectly functioning it's like a perfect machine if all the components are functioning you'll be functioning yeah. if one of the if, if one of the components gets broken down you have those automatic uh, automated watches who have you know some delicate soft um, m- machinery inside, and if one of those small um, parts do break down, the whole watch just stops from working. Mm. So we should look out for those people who are working in these uh, industries. If those parts are not working, to just give them, relax them, um, just, and use someone else for that timing, so they can. You know, become uh, just to reset the the body and then be able to come back to work and just they might have better ideas, new ideas. Yeah. And, and your industry will, if they're at fifty uh, percent today, they'll be at seventy percent. Yeah. Uh, that's one idea I had. So these were some things. And uh, sorry, um, we very good ideas, yes. definitely. So um, His Holiness, we as I played the audio before regarding um gaming impact. You no, know, His Holiness, I said if a person is drinking from salt water. The thirst he has, that will not die. In my words, it's my words. In my words, I'm saying this. Um, so simplify it for everyone. That if you think it's, and you think, okay, it it might be sufficient, but that your thirst will not be sequenced. Hmm. Your still thirst will still be there. Yeah. So, if your mental health is being impacted, so and if you're playing over and over again, games and games and games, that impact is still there. So, to 
finish that thirst, you should stop playing for that moment and relax your eyes, your brain, your body, go out, walk, and come back again. And if you're so much in love with games, because there are people out there who love games, mm. um, I'm here just you know, info, for info, inf- information, and I, I'm hoping they'll be able to understand something. Who are, they are, because I, I'm not here to banish gaming. I'm not here to say, okay, it's haram to play games. But you sh- it should be balanced. Life with balance, it, it works perfectly. Definitely, it's like your four tires are filled up with the right amount of uh, right amount of air. If one is low, one is high, the car will go left or right. It won't w- it won't go straight in a line. They mm. are yeah, definitely uh, an extensive study found that those children suffering from addiction are likely to be boys. So boys are more addicted to games and they will play video games at the expense of homework, uh, at the expense of sleep, at the expense of exercise and relationships with the family and friends. Like you said, um, you know, they could also suffer from depression, anxiety, shyness and aggression. So why uh, is video gaming so addicting? do you think why is it so, so addicting why do people you know why can't people just just give a break and and, and limit their gaming yes so you know um there's so much gambling and some activities associated with video games hmm. that inside reward systems in the brain that's the thing i was talking about you know when a there's a mobile phone scam out there you play you, it's like a pool you know, you have the best skin yeah Sorry, my voice is breaking down here. <laughs> my listeners, I do apologize, but I'll continue the day and soldier on Wonderful. with it. But <laughs> Doing very sorry well. about it. And it's all you know. It's a scam. If you have the skin, and the next day, okay, if you have the skin, you have more power. You have yeah. more um, strength. These are some things which are impacting your brain cells. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, the brain is associated with playing video games, you know, which release dopamine. Yeah. And you know, like the hormone dopamine, um, also plays a role as it maintains the attention, making it harder to keep away from those video games. This is because you know, the the more times the video game is played, the more dopamine is released. Mm. So in today's age where we are battling with such um, uh, uh, with such unrest, we are constant, um, constantly trying to reduce anxiety and to find um, ways to keep content. Yeah. Uh, Islam, you know, is teaching us that is true satisfaction lies in the worship of our creator meaning Allah the Almighty Mm. explaining the um, importance um, of this Allah the Almighty says O ye who believe let not your wealth or your children divert you from the remembrance of Allah and whoever does so it is they who are the losers? Um, chapter sixty-three, verse so, ten. I have a question. I mean, yes. Okay, so gaming is fun, right? Yes. And you know, uh, some of the games are so addictive, you don't want to just keep on playing, etc., etc. So a lot of things, they might be a lot of fun, um, and 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 it could be addictive. But why does Islam teach us that? true satisfaction you know gaming is a satisfaction or yes. eating is let's say a satisfaction or you know trying different foods or uh, you know uh, is it, some sort of satisfaction it could be anything right but why do we believe as as, as Muslims mm-hmm. uh, that true satisfaction you know lies in the worship of our creator 
Because Allah the Almighty has created everything for us, mm-hmm. and if we are thanking Him and we are in love for all what He's provided, you know that's balancing out all the time you're spending there. If you take out that X amount of time and you're remembering Him, that automatically at one point have a click in your mind that I need to start balancing out my life mm. and have my religion and my world working together. So if you're spending X amount of time on games, just games, and you start remembering Allah the Almighty, that sh- shifts your thing, your time will go towards Him more than, and that love will start, um, you know, inc- inciting more love towards Him, and then you start making a balanced life. You know, once a child, um, a child asked the Holy Holiness, has the fifth Al Khamis, Khamis means the fifth. Um, um, His Holiness um, has uh, said, um, you know. Regarding games, um, it's it's time wasting, first thing, and it's uh, money wasting, because you know you're spending so much money on these um, skins and stuff, etc. etc. So you know, at, at there's a time where, uh, till the age of thirteen, children listen to parents. Mm. But when they hit like the age of thirteen, they start becoming rebellious a bit, and they, it's, that's a time when they're like, no, dad, I don't want it. No, mom, this. So if you want to mold them, you have to. Mold them in your way before they before reach 12, age. 13 years, but right? But one thing with um, the Ahmadi Muslim community is that you have um, Ahmadi Muslim Youth Association. Yeah. So when you hit that age, yeah. 13 to 15, and 15 above, you become a um, khadim, means a servant of um, of Allah, right? So when that time comes, you're still young, and if they give you duties at that time, be looking out for younger children being um, organizing football games, cricket games, volleyballs, basketball, that time you're thinking about that, that's that's taking time off your games. All this is taking it off. You know, mm. we are you know, we have we have about seven minutes for today, you know, I wanna talk about some positives also mm. regarding, you know, the video <laughs> games. So right. oh, you know, we have discussed many uh, negative um um aspects of video gaming we, we know the negatives we've seen it we've we seen it in it. our children as well but the thing is we do ignore them we, we it's in front of us them, yeah. we've just turned a blind yeah. eye towards it so there are some positive things so mm. if Zakaria you can enlighten our listeners today yes sure um, the well there are definitely negatives and there are in, in my opinion more negatives in gaming than positives but of course uh, everything has their plus and pluses and minuses so uh, the the positives can only be enjoyed if your gaming is merely for for pleasure and not affecting your daily life so you know you're playing it but you know that there is you have more important things to do yes. in your life right so you can't you know keep on playing uh and and leave all your important things for example for us believers for us muslims praying is Essential. That's the most important thing that we do, mm-hmm. just to remind ourselves that there is a Creator, and so we can connect with God. Yes. Similarly, um, you know, worshiping also means to take care of your parents or your siblings or your wife, your children, etc., etc. Um, a recent study from 2015 from Australian and Chinese research teams, they showed that gaming improved problem-solving skills and logic. So it does have, you know. Uh, you know, it builds skills to solve problems, right? Um, and this is because aspects of video games require statistic planning and a certain sense of rationality to win, 
Another positive effect of gaming is increased hand-to-eye coordination. So this can in turn help with other activities in the real world wow. like bike riding and typing. So, <laughs> you know. It's, both it's, things it's, which we both do, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And gaming can also help you improve your multitasking ability. Uh, I mean, we were actually speaking against it because, yes. you know, but so in some of, there might be some of the games who, which help you to do few things together, yes. right? But then, those things, I think these games are like, you do it, but you can also, you have to do other stuff as well with it. Correct. Maybe, you know, games that involves you to do some physical things, maybe. Um, and certain video games that include interacting with other players also help enhance gamers' social skills and abilities. So it is basically clear that when played with moderation, games or gaming can not only be fun, but can also provide many benefits as well. Thank you, Zakaria, for that night wisdom for us today. And, you know, and one thing when you're playing some games, like say, some football games, you're yeah. using, like, if you if you have the control in your hand, you're using three um, fingers from both sides quickly, you know, just for um, doing a skill, you might have to press R1, R2, yeah. or L1 together, and okay, and then you still have the joystick to control, and then you have those buttons next to it, which are triangle, <laughs> like square, and then 50 buttons them, on the thing, then, yeah. and you're pressing them, and that's the thing, you, your brain, brain is working, then yeah. your eye and hand coordination is and working, and that's racing, but one thing is still to remember here, all is well and good, but do not use it excessively anything which is used excessively that becomes something which um, which affects a person's health mentally and physically so don't overuse anything hmm. be your phone be a game be your laptop or be um for example even typing a lot right yeah if you're just typing away all day or every day hmm. you, even your hands get tired your brain gets tired your eyes get tired so just relax. If if that time approaches, just relax. Hmm. Work will never finish. Games will never finish. They're still here. If you're taking out some time, you have 24 hours in a day. If you take out seven to eight hours of your sleep, you still have some time and take you out your time for prayers. Everyone listening today, make sure you take out some time for your prayers. And then if you have some time left, use oh, that. In other words, prayers is something that it, it's it's meditating yes. as well. You That's know, correct. We know that very famous people in their lives as well, what they do is you know meditate. That's right? very correct. In, in the first thing that they do in the morning is meditating. So Islam is a beautiful religion that you know emphasizes on giving time to yourself. Yes. Me time. Yes. Focusing on yourself, which is your spirituality, right? Mm -hmm. And that's basically prayers. Yes. In other words, other know, uh, others know it as meditating that they do. That's but really correct. God Almighty has blessed us with this beautiful, um, you know, uh, thing, right? Yes. Prayers. Yes. So, you know, just we are approaching the last minute, just, you know, how to protect our children, you know, find them and a different hobby or activity, try to increase the time spent on those activities day by day and hopefully encourage them, you know, spend more time on those productive um, um, activities and they might be able to spend more quality time hmm. um, of their life over there. And, you know, Islam teaches us, Muslims are taught that the purpose in life is to obey and worship Allah, the yeah. Creator. Islam teaches us also, ultimately, Allah is the one who's controlling our life. Thus, it is Allah whom we should turn 
to in times of need. We should always ask for his help because Allah the Almighty is the one who has uh, provided everything. And, and in the Holy Quran it is stated, a, it is in the remembrance of Allah that hearts can find comfort. Chapter 13, verse 29. And according to Islam, true worship is to act upon the commandments of Allah the Almighty and to follow him by seeking his pleasure. So, you know, that's even in today in modern um, age of technology, we should always um, take advice and stay connected with Allah the Almighty. Now, we are just turning up to our news and join us again after this short break. Please don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu. Welcome to the second hour of today's Drive Time Show. And the topic in discussion will be children's mental health issue on the rise. And the question we had asked today what has caused the rise? in children's mental health problems and thank you to those who have answered and typed away what they think about it and I will read out some comments later during the show you know with young people now who are um, actively discussing mental health and personal struggles society has progressed reducing the negative perception that once surrounded mental health issues you know it was a taboo topic for some and it is even a taboo topic in some areas because some might think that mental health is not an issue especially with children who are at such a young age and they say okay oh then this child should be fine it's just you know it's just a phase for him and it might be, oh, he might be thinking, oh, that's fine. He's just thinking about something and we can sort him out later. And these are some things we should, there are some telltale signs, you know, for children. And I have asked one of our um, guests today regarding this. And I will play that um, recording later on during the show. And there are some figures um, we have now have more accurate figures you know in statistics regarding the mental health in the youth and they are concerning the children's society reported that over the past three years young people are 50 percent more likely to have a mental health disorder it is more important now than ever that we focus on the cause of such mental health problems and try to tackle the root cause for the sake of the future generations but as we in Islam in a narration of the Holy Prophet peace and blessings of Allah be upon him states that indeed when Allah created the disease a, a he also created its kill and I would like to you know ask our listeners to join us and and let us know, um, know what um, cause the rise of children's mental health problems and they are will be hopefully gracefully and gracefully be able to answer some of those opinions um, you guys have you know um, Zakaria, um children's mental health issue and their causes 
right? Mm. There are many courses out there if you can just enlighten our listeners. Yeah, I mean, um, there are a variety of mental health disorders um, which uh, children can suffer from. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, depression, self-harm, uh, PTSD, ADHD, or even eating disorders, uh, just to name a few. Um, for babies or, or toddlers or those in uh, preschool, uh, their developing brains often do not know how to cope with the stressful or overwhelming situations and may also cause them uh, to lash out. Mm-hmm. Um, aggressive, scared or anxious behavior can indicate that the child may have experienced a traumatic experience which a parent should be uh, wary of. Yes. Um, for Specifically for primary school children, they begin to rely on peers for discussions about events yes, in their lives. That's very correct. Mm. And and at this age, large changes such as moving homes, parents going through a divorce, uh, bullying at school, etc. Yes, uh, you know, maybe just you know some of the causes of the stress for them. It is important for parents, uh, Saad, that. Yes. Uh, uh, not just for parents but also for teachers to be attentive mm-hmm. at this stage as children are less likely to look towards adults for help I mean children they don't know what's going on right so they in parents should be aware of their behavior um, you know they, you know like, like like I said before uh, a lot of things eating disorder PTSD ADHD um, depression, self-harm as well. These kind of things are you know, signs for parents that you know they are going through difficult times. Um, so, uh, you know, for teenagers, they are most aware of the mental health disorders, mm-hmm. and if they may uh, be going through them or not, but they they know about themselves or there are others as well. And yes. there has been an increase of mental health issues. In this stage, over the past few years, um, and this may be due to more pressure at school and due to the growth of social media and the internet, etc., etc. You know, social media is a, a, a such a big thing that yes, you know it. You know, if you look at before social media, before internet, right? It, how often was it spoken about mental health? Quite a few times, I think. Yeah. I mean, I mean, mental health was not really known back in the days. Uh, right? Back in the days, yes. Back in the days, it was not known. It was a a, a taboo topic. Yes. As such, you know, we thought that you know, the children, if they are feeling something or they're showing some kind of um um acting out, basically, yeah. we thought, oh, that's a phase. They might go, they might be going through it because the education was not there, hmm. and for parents, carers, gu- um, guardians. You know they should become the child's pa- um, uh, friend, not uh, be be their parent also, yeah. but become a friend. So instead of them opening up to the peers or the friends, and uh, what about the issues they are facing right now? Yeah, they open up to you because yeah. um, after after let's say if a child is five six years old and he starts opening up at the age of twenty five to his parents, oh when I was this age you didn't pay attention to this, yeah. you didn't do this. How could this happen to me? Why did you not? Act upon that very thing mm. because you know there wasn't that relationship there. I think yeah. mental health is something that starts growing when 
the more you are aware of the atmosphere yes the way the more you get involved in 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 your surroundings the more mental health you would have i mean children they would have less mental health and i think yes. uh, you know there is a study done as well that children's face right mm-hmm. you know if you look at the face it's very plain there is no pores etc etc so very clean yes but the the older you get the more things you know you get in your face yeah. so the more stress you're going through yes. the more th- things you're going through yes the, the more your face will look different as well that's correct so the more less less tension you have so, babies are born like with a, you know flawless skin right but then when you age when you have a lot of you know tension when you don't sleep enough yes you see that it it will appear on your face, on your face as well over time mm. that's very correct you know one more thing which is is what you mentioned social media and you know um, we have people who have um, early access to it nowadays and yeah. they filter out people's lives and you know, this is causing uh, a struggle uh, with the child you know, to compare with his own there mm. and because when their children are there because they are being um and the brand ambassadors of such and such company yeah. and they get in those stuffs for free let's say some shoes some clothes and the, those um celebrities are giving it to the children to wear it and they showcase it a child who's looking at it is like i want this mm. but they don't know because at such a young age you don't know the price they are um so high that i um, i saw a jacket once right a normal jacket yeah Well, I think I can, which uh, should be thirty to forty pound, or yeah. even fifty pound, let's say. But that jacket was for a thousand something, mm. and I was cops. Uh, I was like, I was astounded by the pricing they're doing because it's from a such brand that they can charge that money. Yeah. Because it's it's a luxury item. It's not <laughs> a necessity <laughs> item. It's a luxury it's, item. It's it's so funny, right? On the internet as well, I've seen it quite a few times. Uh, Balenciaga, I think, or one yes. of the um, I can't remember. They were selling a a, a sandal, uh, <laughs> which was like a bottle, like literally a bottle. Uh, you've probably seen that sandal, isn't it? So a bottle, you stand on the bottle, and it's got you know these laces. Wow! Uh, and you just wear that. Uh, <laughs> and there's so many funny things, yes. and they, it's it's. unnecessary money that you that some people okay if you have the money that's fine yes but then there is so many other things that you can do with that money you can give to charity and islam Indeed. promotes charity that's and very correct a part of islam or one of the five pillars of islam is is charity zakat right yes. so you know the money that you do not use right mm-hmm. the money that you don't use that goes to the poor people And that is mandatory on and yes. uh, percentages of it, of that. So, you know, Islam is a religion, and the Holy Prophet peace and blessings so, Allah be so upon him as well. In in his time, you know, uh, he's he was a perfect example of of giving charity. Correct. So, um, you know, and 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 I, I would like to link it with mental health as well. When you. Mm-hmm. Um, stress yourself only on yourself right when you only look at yourself um you'll go through a lot of pressure a lot of problems and if there is no one who could help you mm-hmm. right it, it will be very difficult for you to deal with it right but then you know sometimes when you th- there are things that you could do which will make you happy naturally and what i think yes. 
for example, you go to charities or you you know you give charity, and you know that that specific money that you're giving has been utilized in the, a good cause, yes. right? Or let's say you go to a a a poor country or third world country, mm-hmm. you go physically there, and you know you do charity charitable work, mm-hmm. right? You know when you see the smile of the people, right? It makes you naturally happy. Yes. And for that moment as well, you forget about your issues that you have. Correct. You know, and that's a wonderful thing to do. You know, let's say if someone is going through mental health. Yes. Right. I'm not saying that everyone is able to do it, but I'm just saying that this is one of the things. Again, your praise is one of the things that you do. You know, your true satisfaction of the heart is found when you, the closest to God Almighty, when you know that even though no one is listening to me, mm-hmm. but there is someone who's listening to me who has created me. Yes. And and, and that's something that is, you know, that I, I as a believer have, that if I go through troubles and tribulations and, you know, I can turn towards someone who could actually help me. Yes. And I know that if I have enough patience, God will help me with all the problems that I'm going through. That's very correct. Right. I mean, <clears throat> if you look at the riches of the riches, right, even they have mental issues, mental problems, right? Yes. You know, they might be very rich people, uh, Andrew Tate or other people, right? I mean, you never know. Celebrities, they have pretty much everything, mm-hmm. whatever you need. But they also go through mental health, right? Yes. But, you know, when you know that it, there is someone to look after you, Right, there is someone, you know, if you have patience, if you connect to the, mm-hmm. the your Creator, right, He will be with you. Yes, doesn't matter what circumstances you're going through, mm-hmm. right. That itself gives you so much satisfaction. Yes, and, and, and I mean, what I wanted to say is, you have the richest of the richest, you have the poorest of the poorest. Yes, when they will compare each other, right, the richest people they will compare. Look, you know. I have everything, but that specific, you know, I've I've been to, uh, you know, some third world countries, right? And I've seen that the smile of the people is so beautiful. Yes. And it feels like, you know, they're, uh, they're very, very happy, although they, they don't have. have anything. Yes. Right? But then you see that in the Western countries, a lot of the rich people or very famous people, they have everything, but they still are not happy. Yes, because they they are going through mental issues, right? So, it, it's it's it, you know what I said is a charity is a wonderful thing to do Correct. when you're going through difficult times, and you know as Muslims we know this as as sadka, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I was when I was given this topic and I did some research regarding mental health, mm. and I first would uh, produce a really good you know finding us material, especially mm. about any topic which we have. I would like to thank them any, uh, for this great work they're doing. But I was doing some research, and you know, and I found a on <coughs> on M, M Muslim TV MTA, um, and it a, there's a show called Balance, mm-hmm. and they were talking about mental health in young people. Mm-hmm. And I was listening. I started listening to it, and there was um, they were speaking speaking about it in a PhD who, um, a student at at that time. Um, she was being interviewed. You know, and she has asked, um, she was asked many questions regarding it. And 
yeah, a couple of things which I would like to see um, the outcome out of it, of that very interview. I would like to, um, our listeners if they have some, um, take out some time and go and listen to it properly. You know, some things you know with young children, especially young adults, you should be listening to them, understanding them, being disciplined with them. So you give them some free time. You give them also the you monitoring them, monitoring them also at the same time. So if they have some freedom, what do they do? Uh, how do they utilize it? Mm-hmm. If they're uh, lacking in sleep, so why are they lacking in sleep? Or if they're not getting out of bed, why are they not getting out of bed? Mm-hmm. So as a parent, as a adult, we should be asking those questions at that time. Okay, why are they doing this, or are, uh, why are they doing su- such behavior now? So so they know that there's someone who's looking out for them and they listen and they speak up to them the communication with uh, children and the parents that's a link yep. and I think a couple of shows back and uh, my father we were talking about it and remember um, we went, uh, I went to Switzerland mm-hmm. I was young um, I think uh, in my teens early teens or even before that and uh, my father made me the navigator so I I was put in charge. So, okay, so you had to tell them the directions. So back in the days, we had this massive map that we had to open. Yes, that <laughs> okay. also. And I was young, right? Right. And even like even you have the navigation system. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that, oh, okay. So you're talking about <laughs> yes. uh, you had the navigation system. You just the, had to, you know, the, the, like uh, putting the guide. addresses, addresses, okay. finding yeah. um, you know points of interest where we can stop on the way. Yeah. So it's Switzerland. Switzerland's a beautiful country, mm-hmm. and where I used to live in Germany, it was like an hour and a half drive from there. Oh, that's nice. So from where I used to live in a village, so uh, we we used to live in a flat in on the second store, um, second floor, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, on a clear, beautiful day, you can see the Alps of Austria. Not uh, uh, Austria or the Switzerland. Uh, not, uh, basically, but they're both next to each other, right? Oh, so, okay, okay. But the angle we had was from our balcony was from Austria, right? Not Australia, guys. Um, it's Austria, Österreich for the German listeners out there. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> Ostenreich for those <laughs> who are Dutch speaking. Yes, <laughs> right. So for them, and it, that view was there. Okay. So from a young so what I'm coming to so from a young age that there was a connection there between, between between me and my father yep. I don't know about it at that time but if I think about it back what was happening my father made me his friend my father used to take me to his volleyball matches but he used to take me to his um, to show me a, a style of wrestling called Kabaddi so that's it's really famous in the area of Punjab mm-hmm. And they speak, uh, they, even though it, it, the dialect is speaking of Urdu, it's, it's Urdu type, it's a place called Punjabi, right? Yeah. Where um, my Punjabi list, um, listeners out there, they would know what Kabaddi is. Mm. And even when they come here for the shows, uh, for the matches here in the UK, they go to it to to see those players who are playing, even some, that, uh, just, just, just for their own fun, right? And... When they used to go, he used to take me with him yep. to show me those tournaments, and I was young. I didn't understand what kabaddi is. I was in my, I was ten, eleven at that time, or even younger than that. Yeah. And the connection he was building there, a trust, be, a trust was being formed between me and my father. Yeah. And now when <laughs> I speak to him, and I can speak to him regarding anything, if I'm facing any issue, or be it financially, be it in the household, or be it work-wise. 
I'm able to speak to him on a friend-to-friend level. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm 25 now, but I can still speak to him on a friend-to-friend level. Even your peers, you know, you open up to your peers mostly, right? Young, especially when you're young, you open up to your friends more than to to your parents, which is sometimes natural. Yeah. But for a parent to become your friend, that is the key which we should take away for listeners who are young parents right now, and they're they're going to phase trial and error, right? Because no one's perfect. If we were perfect, we would be angels. Mm. So Allah has made us as human be- beings, and we have some um, shortcomings also. But um, overcoming those shortcomings we have—that's hum- that's, that's, um, us uh, human beings. That what, what Allah has given us the mind. That's such a beautiful thing. So we you should utilize um, and find out uh, what the problems are, problems are, um, and what can we do to rectify those problems. So for young children. And if you start speaking to them, communication and all of that, that might open a barrier which might was not a, which might not be able to be opened up before. So I would humbly request if you, you know, take out some time. I know we are all busy nowadays, especially the work is so much nowadays, Zakaria. It, it's so vast, hmm. and the the life we are living right now is so fast. I it sometimes I don't understand. What time it is, right? Mm. So yeah, I woke up today. Fajr. Okay, now we at five twenty-five already, and mm. it's dark outside. Mm. I'll I'll be going home around six thirty, and then I have some work to do at home because there's some also some family time to mm. be spent there, and that that's it. But and ten o'clock, it's time to go get ready for bed and then go to sleep. Mm. So we should take out some time from there, and spend more quality time with the families. Yeah. Have some time, speak <coughs> with them, talk with them. What's happening during the day? Not just on the dining table, but also you know, on a on a, on a friend to friend level with them. Yeah, ask them their issues. I mean, this is, I mean, this is a beautiful thing that you could do. Even parents can speak to their parents. Let's say, and and uh, it's a uh, very um, important, of course, that children they have their uh, uh, communication with. Um, you know the children they have their uh, a, a communication with their, with their, with 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 their parents so that you know they can tell their problems they can Correct. you know because if you if you have no one to um if you don't have no one to uh, tell your problems then you know you keep things to yourself and it becomes very difficult yes um exactly. we have Louise Clarkson on hold, I guess. Yes. Um, she is a strategic change lead for children mm-hmm. and young people. She works for Mind the Man- Mental Health Charity. Uh, with this short introduction and apologies for wa- making you wait for some time, I would like to welcome you to the show. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much. Sorry for the wait. And I think I just got a bit carried away speaking mm. about mental health. You know, um, Louise, um, if you firstly could tell us a bit more, what is MIND and what the aim and the purpose is behind this charity? Of course. So, uh, like you say, MIND is a mental health charity. We work across England and Wales and we understand mental health and well-being. And we're here for you if you're finding things hard. So we help everyone understand mental health problems Mm -hmm. so that no one has to feel alone. We provide advice and support to empower anyone experiencing a mental health problem. And we campaign to improve services, raise awareness, challenge stigma and discrimination and promote understanding. 
essentially, we won't give up until everyone experiencing a mental health problem gets support and respect. My area of work focuses on 11 to 24 year olds. Perfect. Thank you so much, Louise. And, you know, Louise, often um, there's a struggle for young children and young people and reaching out and asking for help. That's it. That's a massive thing for young children who mm. just come out. So what advice would you give the young child or young adult who are struggling and are not sure how to go about and when and how to ask for help? Mm. So like you say, lots of young people tell yes. us that they struggle to ask for help um, because they might be worried that they won't be believed or understood. Uh, they're concerned about uh, worrying or burdening others, for example, their family. Or they might be worried that the help won't be there or mm-hmm. it won't meet their needs. So they might be worried it won't be culturally appropriate, recognise their heritage or other parts of their identity. So if you're listening and right now and you're struggling with how you're feeling, First of all, you deserve help and you deserve respect. Perfect. Um, What you might want to do is write down or draw or whatever works for you, how you're feeling. And you might find the MIND website, mind.org.uk, helpful in exploring those feelings. Oh, perfect. Then uh, you might want to use what you've written to Mm -hmm. speak to someone that you trust. Often, the first time we ask for help, uh, we can struggle to find the words to explain what we're going through. So having it written down first can uh, help you find those words and give you confidence, right? Yes. Um, and so that person might be a parent, a teacher, a religious leader, a youth worker or a friend. Uh, and sometimes having someone to listen is enough. Yes. Um, other times you might need a little bit more help. And that could be from a doctor who can give you information about mental health or a phase to specialist mental health services like CAMS, or it could be a local organisation near you. Um, and you can find out more about the types of services that might be available in your area on our website or uh, through the Ubelli's Initiative Bio, which is a space to find collective organisations and services across the UK for people of colour to support your mental health and wellbeing. Perfect. Thank you so much, Louise, you know, for giving such beautiful information to our listeners and hopefully our listeners, if someone is struggling with mental health, they mm. can take um, help from mind. And, you know, Louise, you know, sometimes um, around people, there are some individuals who are showing some symptoms of struggling. Mm. So what's the mm. best way that they can be supported um, and mm. help them a, a, the aid they need? Mm. So when we're worried about a young person in our lives, like often our gut reaction is to rush in and try and solve whatever's happening for them. Mm-hmm. It's our job as adults to keep them safe and happy. And of course, if you're concerned about a young person being in immediate danger, maybe they've harmed themselves, or you're mm-hmm. worried it's a mental health emergency, then do call 99 and get help. Yes. But it's important that we as adults, we take a breath, we take a step back, and we first listen to understand before we act. So listen to how they are, what they're experiencing, what they want to happen, and try to be non-judgmental. Yes. Often, small everyday actions can make the biggest difference. It's really important that they have someone they can talk to, someone that can help them when they need need help. So it might be researching mental health problems together, uh, going to the doctors with them, agreeing who's going to say what, uh, and then helping them manage medication or supporting their therapy sessions. It's also really important that we just we don't just talk about mental health problems. Mm-hmm. Most people don't want to be 
defined by just the mental health problems. So, you know, check in on other aspects of their lives and maybe plan to do things that you enjoy doing together. Thank you. And, you know, Louise, a question I've, I've asked today also. And, you know, what roles do families play in the, you know, stability for a, a child's mental health? Mm. You, uh, families can be a really protective factor in a young person's mental health. Mm-hmm. It's really important that we kind of normalise having conversations about how we're feeling, what we're experiencing. Uh, and so if someone is struggling, it's easier to have that conversation mm-hmm. rather than starting from scratch. Um, and so, yeah, there can be a really, um, really positive factor in young people's mental health if there's that supportive and mm-hmm. positive environment. Perfect. You know, and sorry, um, I wanted to ask, you know, does Mind um, give also advice to parents how they can help tackle? I know your main focus is 11 years and about 11 to 15, I think. Mm-hmm. And okay, but do you give also advice to young parents who um, how to tackle the, the mental health issues they have, um, the children are facing? We do. So we're mm-hmm. we're here for everyone. We have specific information on our website for yes. 11 to 18 year olds. And we also have information on our website for parents on how to have supportive conversations, what you need to know about the support available. Um, so you can find out lots of information um, on there for you as well. Perfect. You know, um, Louise, um, thank you so much for joining us today and, and you know, helping um, the great work you're doing, um, helping young yeah, our youngsters who are facing mental health, um, especially the um, age group of 11 to 15. And hopefully the information you have given out also today would help our listeners uh, who are, um, if, someone are, if someone is facing any mm-hmm. issues um, in, in their life, and hopefully they'll be able to take advantage of your website and the Mind Charity. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. So this was Louise Clarkson. She is a strategic um, change lead for the children and young people. And she works for MINE, the mental health charity. And you know, Zachariah, the great work MINE is doing, you know, tackling um, mental health issues. You know, as we have mentioned uh, before, it was a taboo topic for some time. When I was young, I didn't know about these issues were there. I, even though you're young, but you don't know this stuff. But our youngsters nowadays, they do know about these um, issues they are facing. They but are talking to their peers. Do, do you not think if if the more you think of it, the more issues you create? Sorry, guys. You know my <laughs> throat <laughs> no, 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 no. is just dying here sometimes. I mean, so the, the the more you know yes. about it, the more you know you think of oh. I'm going through problems and all that. So the more mental health you'll have, the lesser you know, yes. or the lesser you focus on your mm-hmm. the issues. What, what what do you say? You know, in my opinion, you know, if it, what it's always been is education. So it should be out there so the youngsters do know about it. And they should know also that communication is out there, that there are people there to help you. There is mind there. If you can't go to your parents, you can't go to your peers. There are charities out there like mine. Sorry, guys. My my throat is giving up sometimes here. But there are charities out there that can help you out. And you have someone who's looking out for you. So if you go to speak to them, they are specialists, they are trained, and they do know about how to tackle those um, um, questions you are, which are popping in youngsters' mind. 
and hopefully they'll be able to resolve it also if you cannot if you don't trust anyone for example anymore and something's like oh there you could, there's always one person there you can go to and you know um, as when I was speaking to Dr. Othman Chaudhry and he he spoke about it also and you know he um, um Dr. Othman you know he's an expert in children um, consulting children um, and 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 adolescent physician uh, psychiatrists who trained at Great Ormond Street and specialized in, in neurodevelopment disorder and you know he has written a book also called Tics and Tourette syndrome and that has been translated into five languages you know in his research is um, um interests um include anorexia nervosa autistic spectrum disorder and obsessive compulsive disorder you know when we when we were talking about um um these issues and uh, be him being an expert and being a doctor and he did enlighten me with some great wisdom and i would like to share that with our audience today and here you go this is a pre-recording with dr othman chaudhry auz billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh peace be upon you all and today for the pre-recording regarding the mental health for children we'll be speaking to dr othman chaudhry who is an expert consultant for children and a excellent psychiatrist who trained at Great Ormond Street and specializes in neurodevelopment disorders. His book, Tics and Tourette Syndrome, has been translated into five languages and his research interests include anorexia nervosa, autistic spectrum disorders and obsessive compulsive disorders. So Dr. Aslam Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh, how are you today? I'm fine, thank How are you? Um, thank you so much for asking. I'm well, but it's just my voice a bit down because of the weather change um, in the past couple of days. So, Doctor, if you can tell us what is the most widespread uh, mental health issues um, um, which the children experience? Yes, yeah, so we usually get um, the older children and, and the, the common things we get are mood issues and anxiety. We're definitely seeing an increase in anxiety um, the last mm-hmm. uh, 10 years. So this is not just worries about things, but worries about lots of things, worries about health, family, um, the world. Um, there's a lot going on for, for young people. And that anxiety, being being scared of things, social situations, how am I going to fit in? Um, we've seen that on the increase, um, definitely. And as well as mood issues like depression and feeling low self-esteem and just not able to cope. Okay, um, Doctor, as you just mentioned, um, the children um, have um, issues of anxiety, are feeling scared, there are different various issues. Was this because, sorry, um, I'm asking you this, but was it all because of COVID-19? This is, has um, accelerated or was it even before that, but it was it, not widespread before? It was definitely before it. Um, certainly in my um, t- time, I've definitely seen an increase in it. COVID uh, exacer- exaggerated a lot of the symptoms. COVID brought its own problems isolation, not being able to cope with friends, not being able to mix with people. Um, in fact, the co- what COVID did was that you forget that children, they they get something from seeing other children or going to school. And if you're just at home, if you didn't have that support network, then you keep it in on yourself. Uh, as, as adults, we would, we, we some of us struggled. Uh, yeah. We needed to see people. But if you're a child, if you've got no avenue to talk to people, then it's been difficult. So yeah, COVID made things worse but it, it's not just down to covid yes, you know, in fact, yes 
Sorry. I was going to say there's a lot happening in the world. There is yes. so much. There's, there's climate change. There's Brexit. There's Donald Trump. There's just anxiety everywhere. And, and throw in Ukraine, throw in cost of living. And the old days when we didn't have access to 24-hour news, we now have access to everything. So children, young people pick up on, on all of this, as do adults. That's no, Doctor, as you just mentioned, 24 7, we are online and the children have access to it also. So, what sort of things in the modern society influences mental health of children? And is there anything we can do to reduce that influence? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. So, what, what in modern society influences? Well, the big thing for me is social media uh, yeah. and access to things. If, if you go back to before times when we, we didn't have social media, if you just with families, with nature, with there was a better time, although the problems yes, yes. there. I'm not anti-social media at all. I think it's important. Mm -hmm. But now you've got social media, you now can for young people, you can compare yourself with someone else. And we can see the problems for for young women um, with images of what your women are supposed to be or or what men should be. We see young men going to the gym and and, and we're starting to see eating disorders in young men. So you're comparing yourself. And if you're always asking for likes if you always want someone to like me or to to send a post a thumbs up or a, an emoji a smiley emoji you start going throughout life expecting that and when you don't get that then you think well why not do, do i is there something wrong with me so i think social media and and all of these things tiktok does have an influence it's got benefits as well yes. but we, as with everything it's got to be in uh, in the balance has to be right that's correct, Doctor. As you said, you know, everything should be in a balance. You know, um, also, Doctor, what is the difference in diagnosing the treatment of mental health illnesses between an adult and a child? Or what comparison can we do regarding this? It, it is it is a bit more difficult because usually the young person doesn't come to you saying, I'm struggling with some with health. Usually it's as adults, we recognize it or a colleague tells us and we, we go voluntarily. With young children, it's usually a teacher or um, a, a parent or, or, or guardian or so, someone picks it up and says, I think this person is struggling. So the presentation is different because the children don't talk freely. They haven't, the language isn't developed enough to say, I'm having a difficult day, I need to talk to someone. And they tend to take it in on themselves. So what you see is acting out behavior. Maybe they're withdrawn, maybe they're not uh, enjoying what they used to do or they're, they're off appetite, sleep. All those biological things, like sleep and appetite, affecting, but also not showing an interest in things, or, or and we 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 it really we really depend on an adult looking out for this and saying actually there's something wrong with this particular something's not not this person unhappy or this person isn't doing what they used to do, so, so it's really not objective view someone else. Go on. Thank you. I know that was my next question. Anyways, um, are there any telltale signs in simple words? Um, if you can, um point them out which they are for a child's um, health illnesses and you perfectly explained it for us thank you so much and my next question is an aspect of concern for young people is that confidentiality and a lot of young people wish to have the choice to decide whether they want um, their mental health issues to be declared to the careers or not do you think this choice and what are some of the misconceptions regarding confidentiality Again, again, that's such an important question because that sometimes puts off young people coming to see someone because I think, well, if I talk about it, they're going to tell my mum or my dad. Um, I, I think the, the the misconception about confidential, the first thing a good therapist will say is, listen, you can talk about what you want. Nobody needs to know apart from if you tell me that someone's hurting you, 
um, then I may have to break the confidentiality. And that could, could be all sorts of abuse of any type. But if you tell me that someone's hurting you, I may need to go against our relationship and, and tell someone. Or if you're hurting someone, or if you're going to hurt someone, then I have to go against that. So, so if you get someone who says that they're, they're so disturbed that they want to hurt hurt this boy in the school or whatever, then then I have a responsibility to take that seriously and to say, I'm sorry, I've got to speak to your parents about this. So it's usually those two things. Or if someone's life is at risk, so if they tell me that they are planning to, I don't know, um, hurt themselves in some way, and in, talking about suicide here, um, th then I have to say, listen, I need to tell your parents this because I'm worried about you. They need to keep you safe. But usually the focus at the very beginning at the outset says, listen, we can talk about what you like, but those two, those are the important things. Just so you don't trip them up early on and say, actually, I've got you. And they're not surprised by that. But hopefully you can engage with the person so they talk with you. Perfect. Thank you. And, you know, um, in what ways can parents or your carers help and support my children's mental health or if i ask what roles do families play uh, in monitoring a healthy mental being of a child yeah that and that's important we 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 always say you know the children are part of a an island really you can't separate a child and they're, they're part of the family so the family is so important they're integral to everything so what the family do is to provide love and nurturing and unconditional support and also yeah. If you get it right, you allow them to express themselves, and that could be through drawing, through art, through creative stuff, and keeping that connection. So parents just keep that connection. I always say it doesn't matter what your connection is, if it's with football, if it's with um, music, if it's with anything cultural, it doesn't matter. It's shopping, it could be anything. Just have that connection so you always can keep talking to them as they get older, so you've got that thing. So when they are struggling, you've got some joint connectivity, and then you can keep that communication talking so it's always about keeping that going but it's not just parents so other people in the community can, can help and I always say to to young people as long as you've got one person if you've got one adult on your side somehow because maybe that you don't get on with your parents but if you've got another person uncle or uh, the shopkeeper or or the, the the boxing trainer then that person looking out for you is always important and and, and the one thing I want to say is whenever people have overcome difficulties they often say, I wouldn't have got through if it wasn't for that one person who stood by me. And so we always need one person who stands by us. So adults can play that role. Perfect. And Dr. Sorry, I'm asking, uh, I have one more question before we um, let you go for today. Um, does the mental health have an impact on the, on your physical health or not? Yes, it does have a big a mental health, does have an effect on your physical health. Because if you think about it, if, if I'm stressed about something, it's going to have effect on my my chemicals which which then has an effect on my heart you've got increased heart attacks and people who get stressed um problems with sleep it's going to affect which is going to affect your whole body um so, so real well mental well-being has a major effect on physical all the studies have shown that perfect thank you so much um and also before um, i let you go so a few points um what i've understood from this is so the your adults or the parents or the carers should be listening understanding um, have a open conversation with them and socialize with them and on and care about them. Uh, any more tips you would like to give our, our listeners today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I always say to parents, I always say to parents or adults, uh, just keep that connection with the child. I always say, say, save your best twinkle in your eye for your child. As long as your child knows you're 
you're listening, you're out for them. Not, you don't have to shower them with gifts or anything like that. All they want you to be there, be present, not, mm-hmm. not too intrusive, not too interfering, just be present with them and to join and connect. And then as they get older, you back off a little bit as they become independent, but save that little twinkle in your eye so they, they know that you are there for them. And that's what they grow up and they get the self-esteem they feel. Whatever life throws at them, at least I've got that love and warmth of, of my family and friends. So yeah, keep it positive. Thank you, Doctor, for joining us today. Pleasure. Take care. So this was Othman Chaudhary and he enlightened us that you should always, you know, look out for the young children and become a friend, just communicate with them. And I was, you know, I was thankful, you know, when I when I took him on today morning and we spoke about it as, sorry, until today afternoon, and he opened up, you know, some great um, um observations for me and you know he's, he's and he said you know there's a lack of um, um if there's a lack of connection then the, the communication is if it's if it's not there hmm. then the child won't open up to you right yeah your communication should be there your sleep should be on point hmm. and you know these are some things which will you not know, reduce your um at um heart attacks mm-hmm. heart attacks sorry and these are um, one thing, and especially when you spoke about um, um, isolation and stuff, anxiety, and you know there are different um, things. You know your uh, family issues. You're scared about something, and all that. Your social media, you know, and your um, y- when you're comparing young people with each other, these are one thing. And eating disorder, especially you mm-hmm. know, when you're eating, even though you have eating healthy or and but you still have some you know gaps there because you think oh mm-hmm. if i'm eating this and and i don't become that figure right which he's seeing or he or she is seeing on instagram or twitter or that that triggers a, a eating disorder um this um um issue right yeah i mean uh, eating disorder could also be because of too much spending time on social media or yes. gaming as well because you know you basically whilst you're gaming in you're in a in in a world where you don't need any food and you forget that you've meal you've missed one or two meals yes. and you get used to it as well so you're not Correct. having enough nutrition to to function as well yes. right so that's also an issue um uh, yes that's you know, it could correct. go both ways actually yeah that's and true. That was one thing he also said, you know, b- establishing a connection, you know, be it through art, for example, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's used the example of art and he said whatever, any other connection. So if a child is interested in art, be interested in that. Say, okay, wow, what is this? How right. is it? How show we, your interest. Show basically. your interest. And then mm-hmm. the child will think, oh, my parents are interested in this also. And he will try, start drawing more yeah. or whatever he's doing. Just get interested in that very subject and mm-hmm. try to help him out. Yeah. And then the child will hopefully get better at that very subject also hmm. but he we stopping um negative um i was called negative things impacting him or yeah. her so there's one thing connection and also having a connection with allah the almighty hmm. i, I want to quote something from um his holiness yes. um the fifth caliph of the ahmadiyya muslim community in one of his sermons he said that at a time when mankind considers itself more civilized mm-hmm. and developed than ever before, the reality is that the majority of people in the world are continuing to live at the base property level or even below it. Mm-hmm. 
adding petrol to the fire of their torment is the fact that they are now constantly exposed to images of the uh, affluent lifestyles and immense purchasing power of people in the developed countries. Yes. Whilst buying even the most basic essentials for their families remains a daily struggle for them. Mm -hmm. Thus, instead of bridging the gaps that exist in the society, modern technology has served only to shine a glaring light on the inequalities and injustices that exist. In turn, this has naturally fermented feelings of anguish, anxiety, and discontent amongst those who are forced to endure great adversity. Mm-hmm. I mean, the statement by uh, His yes. Holiness, you know, couldn't be more clear. How social media, you know, can be detrimental for the mental health um, and 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 for the users as well. Yes. I mean, we don't realize, and we are not grateful of what we have. We start looking of others what they have. You know, Correct. and you know, as he said, that you know, even though we don't have enough money, even though, uh, you know, we don't have the resource, so we try to buy the things that is impossible, seems to be impossible. So you spend all your money, yes, to you know, become like someone, which is Correct. you know, you say that. It takes time to become someone, right? But yes. you want to become like that person immediately, and that's not possible, yes, right? You know. They have also gone through struggles and, yes. you know, uh, 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 difficulties. So um, yes, um, Zakaria, sorry, um, you know, yep. all the, um, let's say uh, who are a bit less fortunate, yeah. and but they are they don't they don't remember this. You know, those celebrities are sponsored. Those they are brand ambassadors of those things they get those stuff some mm-hmm. for free or they are able to afford it already yeah right you see um multi-millionaires who are just wearing a, sh- a white shirt and a, je- a jeans a blue jeans right hmm. normal and has no branding on it but some sometimes uh, what a working class or lower class does hmm. and it's like oh if i have that brand i'll, I'll be rich yeah. looking you but you're, you're trying to look a part of being rich mm-hmm. and it has consumed Sometimes it it has also affected me. Sometimes also, oh, I like oh, I like this watch. I let's let's spend that amount. But you know, when when you think about it, if I don't have the money, I I try to myself no. If if I'm not able to afford it, why do I have to buy it? So what people who sometimes do, they put it on credit cards. They swipe away the credit cards and yeah. limit out uh, max out the credit cards. Yeah, that is wrong. Use a credit card as your debit card. If you're using it, use it as a debit card. So if you have the money, so you know I'm using it to build my credit history. Right, because you have to do it nowadays to have a credit history to buy uh, or get a mortgage for your person house, and for that you have to have a credit card and just, uh, not just swiping it away for mm. your luxury items which you are not able to afford. Mm. Try to use um, if, for example, I have a phone right, which is I think five years old now, but it's still the same phone. And if I compare the latest phone to my phone, it's still the same because you know I have an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. I have an iPhone, but even though it's five years old, it's the same thing. Which you um, uh, with, with the latest iPhone, mm. okay, the, the display might not be that the, the latest display or the latest Cameras camera, but it's still time, yeah. holding up to it, and yeah. it's still doing the perfect work for mm. it. I didn't have to spend twelve hundred pound yeah. to get the uh, latest phone right now, unless mm. you're working. Obviously, I understand your work is such that you have to get the latest phone each time because your work depends on that item. Not even work. I mean, unless you're a photographer, but then again, you're a photographer or you're a software designer or whatever. 
you don't need the latest of the latest. Latest sometimes right? you can so, just you know, stop. Uh, you sometimes stop spending. Yeah, uh, you just have money. to do the research, and sometimes you know that okay, um, you know this instead of buying the latest iPhone, I can buy let's say a camera, right, which will be yes. half of the price, but will do better job. Then you know because a lot of times you see iPhone has got a better camera, it's got a wider angle of taking pictures, etc., yes. etc. So you see these things have been added up. Yes. So you're willing to pay a brand new phone. Yes. But whereas if you're into taking pictures or or, or these kind of things, and I mean, get a camera that will this do the same That's thing, correct. which it's, which will the half of the price. It's, if it's your requirement of the, of your work, then yes, okay, I, I'm not stopping anyone from buying it. But if, for example, I don't need a latest phone right now, and I was really close, I was really tempted in buying it because I had the funds available at that time. But luckily, I stopped myself from buying, it and now I'm happy I didn't buy it. <laughs> yes, because because at that time, I'm like, no, I need it because mm. my phone is getting five years now old. I was like, okay, it's getting slow, lacking yeah. in abilities to keep up. But since that day, because the hype was, you know, I'd ask create so much hype sometimes. It's like, oh, should I? Should I? That yeah. excitement in your heart at that time. If you control that excitement and think about it, then do you need it? If you need it, okay, go ahead for it. Mm-hmm. If you don't need it, just stop. Just think about it. If you don't need it, just use that money for something else. Yeah. Do a trip with your family. Mm-hmm. And th- this might help you know, sort out some of the health issues the children are facing yeah, also. Because exactly. a, a child does need some time with the family. It doesn't matter. You don't have to take him to a lavish um, trip. You can just take him down to Blackpool uh, or take him to Peak District or Lake District, Cornwall. You know, there's so much beauty in the UK mm. that we as Brits, right? Mm. Well, I consider myself as a British person right now <laughs> and because I live here. And you know, I have travelled Cornwall. I went to um, Peak District, Lake District, and I, I hopefully one day I'll be able to go to Scotland also if um, the time is right. Yeah. And you know these things do help to ease all the mental pressures children are facing because they're not thinking about it. They're just talking about thinking about the fun time. Even as adults, at that time we're not worrying about our financials. We're not worrying about anything which is happening back where we live. Hmm. We're just there enjoying the moment with the family or yeah. with your friends or with your peers And or these colleagues. are the things you remember as well yes, afterwards. That's I mean, great. buying a new iPhone, you literally forget about it like after a few months that's because the newest iPhone has already arrived and you're like, okay, I've got yeah. an older one now. So that's it, right? But when you, like, let's let's say, instead of like investing that money in, in, in an iPhone, you go to a, a trip yes. with your family. You remember that as well. You take some pictures and those are the memorable times That's that will be with you and will give you true happiness, isn't it? That's but very correct. True happiness is true happiness in the eyes of God Almighty is, of course, you know, like you said in the previous hour in chapter 94, Verse 66 to 7, God Almighty says that surely there is ease after hardship. Yes. I surely there is ease after hardship. And uh, God Almighty, another uh, chapter in chapter 13, says those who believe and whose hearts find comfort in the remembrance of Allah, I, it is the remembrance of Allah that hearts can find comfort. So, apart from, you know, if spending time with your family, spending time for yourself to reflect on mm-hmm. your spirituality is also something that can help you 
to cope with you know mental issues as well yes you know from these two verses you know it is clear that any trials that one may face in their lives is something you know which can be overcome and that there truly is light at the end of the tunnel and it is important that we not only take care of our own mental health but also are kind to others as we don't know what they are going through and we are we should be aware yes. of the people so, we live around so um yes. yeah you know i would like to thank you all our guests lewis clarkson dr othman chaudhry bill gardner rosie taylor for joining us today and also our um, producers manahil nasir kafi ahmed nadia shams and pravesh huma thank you so much for with us today and his news